We will have Ben Wade convicted and hanged, and we will pay to make it happen. I'll come. So, boys, where are we headed? Taking to the 310 to Yuma Day after tomorrow. Shouldn't have told him now. Relax, friend. Now if we get separated, I know where to meet up. You're so sure that your crew's coming to get you. Sure as God's vengeance, they're coming. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 277. I'm Marquis Mike. Idiot. Ride him. Ride him, cowboy. Yeah. Is there a classic saying after Giddy Up? Or. Giddy Up! Uh. Yeah! Hmm. Yeah! Anza. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. Um, like a crack of a whip. I don't. Um, mm, I don't have a story to start with that, that ties to that, so uh, we just jump right in. Yeah, Mark, you did not go horseback riding. Never been. So. You never been? No. I have been. Whatever, oh, need to ride a horse. I have yeah. cars. I had friends, uh, uh, a handful of friends growing up that had a horse or two. Yeah. And um, it was always disappointing. Yeah. You you climb up on that horse, and then you would just walk around. Yeah, they don't do like the you know you don't go into a full. Sprint. Maybe like I got I got a horse trotting once, mm-hmm. but I'm like I want to run. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like a dude ranch or something. Yeah. One of those. Yeah, yeah I guess you do. Give you the full... We'll, t- we'll talk about it when we do uh, City Slickers. But... And that could be... Yeah. You know, that could be too. I, I, I didn't really know how to ride a horse. Yeah. I was just sitting up there, like, leading it. Uh And pretty easy to steer. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you just kind of like... You don't you do not do that... You don't, you know, jerk its face uh, or whatever they do on TV. You just kind of like, hold it to the right, hold it to the left, and there's... Yeah. Just turn. Huh. I'm not a big horse fan. In fact, I dislike horses, yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. But I have ridden a horse. That's what reason you've never been a cowboy. I've also ridden a camel. Mm. When'd you ride a camel? At a zoo. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Pretty sweet. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never ridden uh, an animal of any kind. Well, if you have to choose, I would choose camel over horse. I'd go... Elephant, so, one, right? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't ridden an elephant, right. so I don't know, like... Yeah, that basket. But are you riding... That's the thing. Are you riding an elephant? You just sit on a basket. Oh, you, you gotta steer that elephant. You, you can't that, steer an elephant from a basket. You let the elephant decide where to go. The little elephant guy down, the little tiny elephant handler down the front, he's like... Yeah, I think he got the reins. Until he gets eaten by a lion. And, and they have a... Uh, they climb the Alps, right? With a bunch of elephants. There's no reins on an elephant. One of those... Uh, no, man, the Alps, they climb with uh, alpacas or something. Nah, who, who, who was the conqueror that, that took elephants through the Alps? Uh, through the Alps? I don't think it was the Alps. It definitely wasn't the Alps. Somebody, somebody conquered France with elephants on horseback. You're, you're, this is history. This you're history thinking France. of, like, Alexander the Great or something. Yeah, yeah. use elephants. Yeah, I'm not... First I'm not, man to domesticate an elephant. I'm not sure the... The movie did the history justice. You talking about when Colin Farrell? Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it. When they come up with the sequel, though, I'll check it out. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he took a fucking elephant across the mountain pass. I don't know. Somebody. Somebody did. What Genghis Khan. What the hell, though? Now, and Gen- all those elephants now, in Gen- Asia? Genghis Khan was all about horseback uh, horseback charges. Who defeated Genghis Khan? Uh, that guy by an elephant. Alexander the Great, right? Oh. 
Maybe an elephant. Yeah, Alexander the Great was like one that stepped up to take out the Mongol yeah. Empire. Right. I'm gonna type in historic figure elephants <laughs> and see what we get. Elephants. Or no, uh, Alexander the Great kind of like took down the Persian army. I don't know. They all uh, conquered each other. Somebody crossed the Hannibal crossed the Alps on elephant. Hannibal. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, the famous serial murderer. From the A-Team. <laughs> Loved it when a plan came together. <laughs> and it was using those elephants to cross the Alps. So. Okay, okay. I knew, I knew someone did it. <laughs> Hannibal, the great. See, the, the terrible. I can't remember who Hannibal was. Yeah, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I believe that. I just Googled it. Yeah. It was also information I knew prior to Googling it. So that's two confirmed. Uh, <laughs> two confirmed sources. Two sources, yeah. yeah. Two, two confirmed primary sources. Yeah. You know, what's more primary than the internet? Mark's brain. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Speaking of the movie Alexander, which I have not seen, what have you seen? Oh. Two weeks off, we're coming off the a long holiday week. Yeah, I mean, I saw some stuff without seeing some stuff. Hit the, um, hit those Christmas movies. Yeah. The Christmas Vacation did, Christmas Story, of course. Watch the Kurt Russell Christmas Chronicles. Christmas Chronicles, Kurt Russell. That led me into wanting to watch another Kurt Russell movie. Mm. So I was gonna watch Tombstone, but it was too late. It was too. It was too long. Is that streaming somewhere? I got a DVD. Okay. Yeah, it's like two and a half. It's hours. A pretty long movie. Yeah. yeah, it was like two fifteen or two twenty or something like that. I was like, yeah, I want to kind of keep it or two. So then I saw another uh, one of my favorite movies, which is. I think most people will tell you it's an absolutely horrid movie, but I uh, watched 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Yeah. I love that movie. There's some great one-liners. I just love that movie. I don't know why. You know the best part of that movie is? Opening credits, where the robot spider is fighting the robot scorpion. I think they're both scorpions. Oh, they're both scorpions. Yeah, one's silver, one's black. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I, I forgot about that scene. That's pretty cool, then, though. I'm like, what the fuck Why do horror movies have, like... Mechanical animal, like and they, that, you know, they had CGI budget, and they realized the movie was just a bunch of guys in Elvis costumes. So like, we gotta spend, this. yeah, we gotta spend this we money. Gotta, it's allocated. We're gonna have this like, awesome opening. We do this. We do this crazy scene where we actually like, you know, allude to what happens throughout the film oh. in the first three minutes, but it's like weird metal. You ever seen Beast Wars? That's what we're doing. <laughs> Beast Wars was hot at the time. And then, I, and then, so, 3,000 Miles of Graceland, I, I was like, yeah, watch a, that. That was going to lead me into a Costner movie. Another Kevin Costner movie. Like, how about uh, Silverado? Mm. Too long. Yeah, long that's a long Two one. hour, ten minutes, something yeah. like that. I'm like, well, can't do a Costner movie. How about an Elvis movie? Watch Bubba Hotep. Mm. Great film. Love it. Still, still great. Cheesy Bruce Campbell. It's like a... Could you say it's a spiritual successor to, like, Evil Dead? He had... Bruce Cameron hadn't really done much. Yeah. I think the, same world. Definitely, and, like... Yeah. yeah. It all exists in the yeah, same... Yeah, it's just this crazy movie. Great. I think you say about all Bruce Cameron movies. They all exist in the same universe. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cosmosphere. Yeah. Um, uh, watch Bird Box. Yeah. Really good. I mean... Total ripoff of a quiet place, but really good. And um, 
So I highly recommend that. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually I think if you could back to back those movies, that'd be pretty. Bird Box and Bob Hotep. But <laughs> Quiet Place. Oh, <laughs> okay. The Quiet Place. And Bird Quiet Box. Place and Bird Box. Yeah. I think you got yourself a nice little afternoon. I think you'd be confused. I think. It, like, wait a minute. They're making too much noise. And then I hopefully next year someone puts out another primary sense horror movie and it's like smell a sense of smell mm. so if you smell it you fucking die I think it's hearing so everyone's walking around like their nose is pinched yeah. or something and you get walk around like uh, like uh, Dr. Uh, Dre beat headphones cranked up loud yeah but I think like The Quiet Place kind of handles that like we got hearing I know it's them hearing you yeah but we got the sound the hearing and then now we got the seeing oh yeah smelling you know, everyone's got to walk around with their nose plugged or yeah. like a, a paper clip on their nose or something what taste uh, taste could be uh, taste could be an interesting concept yeah you do taste to do yeah. and um, kicked into checking out that Netflix uh, True Crime Innocent Man uh-huh. it's interesting uh-huh. it's pretty uh, it's a lot different than most of those true crimes it's, it's it's good. Yeah. John Grissom's in it. He's like, hey, I wrote novels, and now I'm trying to get people out of jail. And then uh, watch a couple more episodes of Homecoming. Okay. They they cr- they're crushing with that show. It's so good. Yeah. That's what I watched. Ooh. It's a solid list of watching stuff. Yeah, did some watching. Yeah, did some watching. Uh, I'm gonna skip all the Christmas stuff because you know it's all. Yeah, it's I tried to breeze novel. through yeah. it until I got the Christmas Chronicles because it's kind of new. One. The only new one I saw was Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini, and uh, I, I gave I have letter grades next to all these. I think it just kind of gave me a talking point for each of them. Uh, it's an F. That movie's awful. I don't know what Ben Affleck or James Gandolfini was thinking. It's really stupid. It's like he's a billionaire who like pays a family to be his family for Christmas, and it's it's dumb. <laughs> Do not add that to your Christmas uh, rotation. That's a skipper. It's 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 bad. It's out. You know. So, so I stuck to my classics. You know, you, you know them all. Um, watch movie on Amazon Prime called "You Might Be the Killer." I think it was tied to Shutter that service, which is like the horror movie service, because mm. there was an advertisement and it said Shutter. Uh, it's a comedy. It's like a dark comedy, though. But, yeah, that stuff's got to happen. You know, yeah. Dramatic yeah. music. Sorry Just about kick that. in. That was right. <laughs> um, it's it's funny and it's a really cool premise. A guy's like it's kind of like a Jason Voorhees camp counselors all are getting killed by a, a, a mass killer, and a guy's talking to his friend the whole time on the cell phone because she is a horror movie expert, so she's going through all the tropes, and um, we're trying to figure out if the guy on the phone is is the killer or not. It's it's cool concept, but not really that great of a movie. It's a C. It's a, it's a C movie. You can see it or you don't see it. You, your life will be fine either way. <laughs> uh, watch the movie on Hulu with uh, Nick Offerman and Tony Collette called Hearts Beat Loud. It's a widow dad who's raising a daughter who's about to go to, off to school. He's a record uh, store owner who's like in a band. He's got, it's kind of like that adolescent dad you know the, the, the kids going off to med school she's teaching him responsibility because you know, he's not so great with his finances but they start a band together they have a song that goes viral on the internet and he's like you know it's kind of a small story it's, you know father daughter bonding over music letting go all that stuff it's good B <laughs> yeah my scream went, went away saw a movie called Support the Girls had a rennet Regina Hall she is the manager of like uh, essentially it's like a Hooters and it's just the day in the life of this manager 
working at a Hooters uh, and the shenanigans that go on. Uh, it's really good. It's funny, heartfelt. Cable goes out, big fight night. You know, they got to distract things. Customers coming in and out. They have a car wash. Uh, Regina Hall's really good in it. Would you would you want to back to back that with let's say a uh, waiting? No, because waiting <laughs> is bad. This is good. This is like a movie. You go, yeah, I like it. these are real people. This is their job. There's comedy in it. Uh, waiting, I don't think is a very good movie. I th- yeah, I blame Luis Guzman. I don't know. I don't know if it's good or not. I like it. Yeah. But I also like 3,000 Miles to Graceland, which I'm more than willing to admit is a bad movie. Does Waiting, though, have giant scorpions fighting in the no, desert? No, Justin Long. Like, you know, and then the, the credits are coming up. Justin Long. It, it definitely Ryan does Reynolds. not. It does not have that, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Didn't watch Still Waiting, either. Is that what the sequel's called? Oh, I forgot there was a sequel to that. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that. All right. More movies that maybe now people have heard of. Saw Hereditary on Amazon Prime. Horror movie. Tony Collette again. It's like a family haunting. It's like a haunting kind of like possession type horror movie. Really good. Very suspenseful. There's some stuff that's super creepy in it. She's really good. She's given a really good performance as like the, the mom of this family where like just weird creepy shit's happening. Creepy kid in it. That's always scary. That's an, a, that's an A movie. I'm not a big horror movie fan, but that one was good. You for what? You've been watching a lot of horror movies. I actually might be into fan. horror movies. I think movies you're kind of into yeah. horror movies. I think I just skipped like the 2000s when it was like saws and hostels and stuff, and I'm back in. Well, you, we know you, you, you've you've made it clear that you can't handle body horror. I don't like body horror. <laughs> Before I watch a horror movie, I IMDb. I go to parental, whatever, and they have like sex violence, and they tell you how, how bad the violence is. It's not that like there's some creepy imagery, but the violence in it not that bad. So you, you can watch Hereditary. Uh, and then I also saw Bird Box. Uh, I did not like it. It is like it is a lot like Quiet Place, except it's like dumb. It's like convoluted. There's a lot of rules in, in it, like with how it all works. But Sandra Bullock's good in it. She made me care at the end when I was like. Oh, this is like a stupid... I don't want to spoil I'm not going to spoil anything. It only been out for a week, but... The ending is dumb. Like, the the moment... You know, the, the climactic end. But she made me care about this dumb resolution. I I agree with the resolution being not ideal. And I thought, like, the very end. Like, her moment of, yeah. like, clarity. Or whatever. Like, her, like, you know, whatever. And... It's with the children and her talking about the children. I was just like, that's fucking stupid. It's been five years, lady. Uh, but so I think she's good. I liked um, um, uh, John Malkovich. thought he was good in it. You know, John but, Malkovich, I feel like he gets more praise than he really truly yeah. deserves. Well, in the beginning, I was like, he. In all his movies? Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't really think John Malkovich is some, like, thespian. I think he does genius. a lot of weird things in the beginning of it. I was like, why are you doing such a weird thing? But then I think towards the end, he like his role got more humanized. I was like, oh, I like what you're doing now. But the beginning, I thought it was like the over-the-top John Mal- like the Cyrus the Virus John Malkovich. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree there is some convolution. Yeah. 
I did. I did think it was a good movie, though. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, you, you make it I, just I think because said, the suspense was throughout. Oh, see, I didn't find any. I didn't of it. think anything was suspenseful. No, it is a tough thing to do with like time jumps too, because when you do time jump, I now know like, well, these people are going to be okay. Uh, and then the rest of the characters, they didn't like. There's, it, there was a lot of characters, but then just not a lot like I cared about. Um. I thought the guy from, uh, like, the main guy was, was fine. I, I liked the last 40 minutes of it. I wish that was the whole movie, but if that was the whole movie, it really just would have been a quiet place. Yeah, they have a lot of similarities. Yeah, like, if, sure. if, if, you, went, if you just took, like, the, the main guy, Sandra Bullock, and the kids, and you're like, oh, like, that was the most interesting part, but if you did that for an hour and a half, it, I think it would have been exactly like quiet place. Because, <laughs> you know, they've been living in the world, and, uh, but, you know, it's uh, take take with that what you will. So one good, one bad. Yeah, I thought she was good. Yeah, I like I like Sandra Bullock. She was really good in it. Yeah, and um, she doesn't age. No, she looks the same. Looks incredible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of I like the the time jumping is hard, but I like what they did with it. Yeah. I kind of like seeing the. Okay, this is the build up to it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I wish there were more uh, creatures. It's not that kind of movie. Not showing us creatures, but I wish, uh, like, towards the end, like, we know the creatures are there. They're kind of making noise, and there's, like, wind and stuff. I wish they did that throughout the whole. Uh, there's one part where they see the creatures, and I'm like, I can, I can see out the window. I can see you're not looking at anything. Well, that's the difference, though. It's not really a creature feature. Yeah, but they, like, they did something effective at the end with creatures. I just wish I would play it because anytime but they showed no, up, but there was no creature. I didn't want to see them. I, I wanted them to do what was really good. I wanted them to do that throughout the whole thing, instead of the part where I was just like, "Ah, eh, they're out there. Take my word for it." And then people would be like, "Ah, oh, I see them," and then and then they would die. Also, I don't think you could die if you jumped out a window. Well, I mean, yeah, you could. Eh. Two stories. You fall right on your neck. You tumble over. Grab, grab you and work yourself out. Oh man, dude, broken necks. Oh uh, yeah. Now you, you, you get a, you get a nice, uh, you know, shiner on on your tailbone. Stand up from a broken neck. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, you're, uh, you're heavy in the waist, and that's that would topple you over. Uh, yeah. So that's what I saw. So a lot of movies. Yeah. Some, some good, not bad. Um. Yeah. Did I give a like a review on Christmas Chronicles or did I merely just say I watched Christmas Chronicles? I think you kinda yeah, you kinda just Christmas Chronicles starts very, very bad. Okay. But there's a point where it picks up and it's a lot of fun at the end. So I think it's kinda worth watching next Christmas if you if you haven't watched it by now, uh, just wait till next Christmas. Oh, you can't jump in in January. But um if you can get through the opening 40 minutes? When Kurt Russell takes over the picture, yeah. it's really fun. Man. It's really fun. Yeah. Because he is kind of a fun take on Santa Claus. What's the run, what's the run time on that? Probably like, I think it's about like 90 minutes. Oh. Hour 20, something like that. So you got to sit through the first half. Yeah, the first, basically. But then there's it, good payoff in the second I half. I don't know the timing, but you basically got to, once Russell Wilson, or Russell Wilson, yeah. once Russell, Kurt Russell gets there, it's good. But it takes a while for him to show up. Uh-huh. It's there's a lot of like kind of precursor stuff, and the kid actors are not good. Yeah, it's so tough. But when Kurt Russell shows up and takes over the movie, it's pretty cool. 
shitty kid actors they can just ruin movies yeah because especially when you give them a lot of screen time and I don't know if it was that I just got used to their shitty acting or maybe during the course of filming they got better uh, but towards the end of the movie I didn't hate them like I did at the beginning yeah but it's a it's fun one it's a different take it's a, it's kind of it's a new Christmas movie to, to you know you're know tired of the same old rotation and you're not going to watch Ben Affleck's movie after Mark's review yeah so now you can watch uh, Christmas Chronicle yeah, I, I, I think we should get one every year it should just be one Christmas movie every year and then we can decide as a society yay or nay and then they can make them the rotation yeah I mean I think that is probably kind of in the I think that's kind of Netflix's plan yeah is because like we've talked about it, I don't think theatrical releases are not where holiday movies are going to be anymore. They are going to be to streaming services directly. Uh, the Grinch is now the, the fourth highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. I think the exception to my statement would probably be an animation. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make Tim Allen movies anymore. No. For the no. theater. I, do, I really, I think that that's where the majority of those Hollywood movies are going to be, are going to be the streaming. Because think about when people watch holiday movies. Yeah. It, I, I think, you know, depending on the movie, they, if, if you get a home alone, you hit a home run, and people go to the theater, that's one thing. But yeah, I just don't think the market's there anymore. Well, th- the Thanksgiving weekend's always like, when you look at like the Thanksgiving weekend, it's always a family movie. That comes out, but a Christmas movie might be tough just because you need something with a lot of legs that you right. start promoting in August. Well, that's and it's hard to show like a Christmas, like a Santa Claus movie. Start showing trailers for it in August, build up a bunch of anticipation, yeah. throw it out in November, and then have it carry you through December. I mean, I saw I saw Grinch teasers in like summer, May. yeah, and I thought, wait, when does this come out? Yeah, it, it's I mean, you know Santa Claus. Maybe he's just not selling. Santa Claus not putting butts in the seats anymore. We need a new Christmas icon. But I mean, the Grinch. This so year, I mean, the better. Grinch was well, that's your option, right? That's right. That was your only that's option. That's your only option. And, and it was in the theater. It's been a theater so long. Yeah. It's like somehow Bohemian Rhapsody is still in the theaters. That's yeah. I mean, it's one every of those week. Things. I look. I'm like. So I look at my options. I go, <laughs> all right. Go see Mary Poppins. Go see Vice. Bohemian Rhapsody st- every week <laughs> every week I, I go through my options still there I was debating between like Predators and Bohemian Rhapsody back in August <laughs> and it's still it's still there, still there. Oh, it'll never leave until everyone sees it <laughs> oh, that's the next bird but Bird Box 2 you see Bohemian Rhapsody you die and it's in every theater you can't you're just like oh it's so easy I'm not gonna see Bohemian Rhapsody I'll live but you keep looking like Fuck, it's showing again. And it's really the only thing that seems promising. Uh, it, you know what? I am free at 3 o'clock. I could go see Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Boom, dead. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I had one for Childs. So I'm just going to go back to my original transition. Uh, speaking of shitty child actors, <laughs> we watched some Western movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the kids are fine. We'll get into They're it. They're fine. Yeah. We'll get into it. We watched 2007's Remake to 1957's 310 to Yuma, uh, originally starring Glenn Ford and Van Helfen. No, Heflin. Uh, it tells the story of a, des- uh, a desperate-for-money frontier rancher who uh, escorts a um, notorious gangster. What's his name? Ben Wade. Ben Wade. Uh, he has to... Tr- 
uh, escort him from one town where he's captured to the train station in um, conjecture, contention, contention. What state is this in? Arizona, Arizona. But contention sounds a lot like where Tremors takes place. That's perfection. Oh, perfection, perfection. Uh, I'd be cool if it was actually a little, uh, little crossover. If this movie was set with Tremors, Tremors didn't. Tremors is set in this, in this world. They did. They make a western. All the while being chased by uh, Ben's gang to to free him, Uh, he's got to get him on a train. Which is uh, set to arrive at three ten. It's going to take him to the Yuma State uh, Penitentiary. Penitentiary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was this your first time watching 1957's Three Ten to Yuma? It was. Yeah. What did you think? I was disappointed with myself. Yeah. For not have wa- not have seen this movie before. Yeah. I loved it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. It was so damn good. Yeah. I not as in love with it. Uh, I thought Glenn Ford, great. He was great the shit. Uh, I liked a lot. A lot. There's nothing I really hated about it. Um, I'll tell you what, I loved about it. Theme song. You yes. thought only Will Smith and LL Cool J did them? No. They used to have. They used to do them all the time. They used to do them all the time. Yeah. Turn on movie. There's a song yes. tells you tells you about what you're about to see. Oh, that's, that song was good. That was a good song. I tried to find it on Spotify. Not listed. That's a damn good song. It's yeah. licensing, yeah. Yeah. So I don't really have any, there's really no um, financial information on this movie. Yeah, I mean, this movie wasn't even rated. Yeah, so. By the, you know, the modern rating. Uh, when I rented it, it was, like, not rated. Yeah. All I can tell you is that it uh, was based on a short story called 310 to Yuma, and it has a 96% on Rotten Tomato, based on uh, 27 reviews. So... People seem to generally like it. Quiet movie. I mean, you know, it's not as big as, um, I don't know, other big movies around that time. Westerns that you, that you would know of. Uh, or, the, or the big ones everyone knows. I don't know. 50s? Yeah. That's well, well late pretty, 50s, so we go into the 60s. It's pretty early. I mean, like, yeah. like some John Wayne's. Yeah. Some, some, um, yeah, all those John Wayne movies people like. Yeah. Uh, some more Yellow Ribbon. Yeah. All those old John Wayans. Yeah, I, I don't know if this one uh, is in the conversation with those. I mean, Mike had not seen it until now. So. Real Bravo. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that this movie and another inspired someone to make Real Bravo. Okay. And, and Real Bravo is supposed to be like a return because this movie is kind of considered like a uh, a dark, you know, not happy movie, and so they want Real Bravo to be like a return to to what westerns were, you know. Because uh, it's, it's a very it's a very quiet movie. It's just it's most most of its place. It's just uh, some guys having a conversation. It's it's a dialogue driven film. Yeah, um, which I'm a big fan of those. Yeah. I also I, I seem to enjoy those a lot more than most people. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. A lot of people need a lot of stuff. A lot of explosions going on. This came out up opposite Transformers. More people go see Transformers, which is sad. It's a sad statement. It is. <laughs> so we go forward fifty years. 50 Years in the Making, 310 to Yuma, uh, directed by James Mangold, starring Russell Crowe, Christian Bale, uh, Ben Foster, Logan, Ler- Logan Lerman's in it. There's uh, a lot of people on it. Yeah. Luke Wilson shows up. Yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk, uh, Gretchen Maul. Uh, you end up recognizing everybody. Uh, 
comes out 2005 or seven. It really follows the same. It's pretty faithful to the original adaptation. Again, we see uh, a poor, desperate, uh, desperate for money rancher who is willing to escort Ben Wade uh, across from town to town uh, to get him on three ten to Yuma and uh, Ben's gang. Is they had a couple more uh, pieces, you know, set pieces in between getting to contention, but uh, really faithful to watching back to back. I was like, oh man, they're just. Ripping dialogue from from the original, put it right in. Yeah, I mean, it's good dialogue, so they moved it in. Was this your first time watching Three Ten to Yuma? 2007? No, no, I think it was my second. All right, uh, only the second time. I, I think believe, same for me. I, I believe I saw this in the theater. I've, I've only seen this twice. Yeah, and one was last night. What is your tweet length, hundred forty character uh, review of Three Ten to Yuma 2007? Uh, this is a this is an updated version of a less than classic western. To drive a younger audience along the path of the three ten to Yuma, I don't know. <laughs> I'd say, um, yeah, great acting performances lead um, a very uh, simple western story, um, full of um, shoot 'em ups. Yeah, it's really kind of hard to um, at the end of this like. Summarizing kind of how I felt about uh, three ten to Yuma. So we'll just start. We'll, 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 we'll talk through it. We'll work our way through it. What do we like about three ten to Yuma? Great cast. Hmm. The cast is good. Performances are good. Um, I th- I mean, I enjoyed that it was a little more action driven. Yeah. Than the original, even though I loved that about the original that it was more dialogue driven. I enjoyed what they did. And uh, anytime there's a gun with a curse on it, I like that. Yeah. There's a cursed gun? Yeah, the gun's got a curse. Oh. That's what Ben Wade says. Well. Careful, that gun's got a curse on it. Yeah. Touch that, then. Uh, I also thought, like, Russell Crowe's great. I, I don't know how I rank Russell Crowe's performance. I mean, like, Gladiator. What, what he would, he win the Oscar. I, I saw Oscar winner. Uh, you mind? Or do you get it? Do you think Best Actor for Gladiator? I think so. Alright. I saw he was, yeah, Academy Award winner, Russell Crowe. I'm pretty sure it was Gladiator. Yeah. Makes sense. Because uh, I also know Beautiful Mind was like nominated for a lot of stuff. Yeah, too. maybe he won it for that. But yeah, around that time. Yeah. Um, this is a great Russell Crowe performance. He's really good as Ben Wade. Christian Bale, I think he could just be a cowboy. He just seems to fit. You look at him like, yeah, this guy works on a ranch. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> he just look, whatever you want him in, he just he can just do it. He just nails it. It's unbelievable time. what he can do. Yeah, I love Ben Foster. I think Ben Foster should just be in a lot of things. I, the first time I saw this movie, I remember yeah. thinking, "Man, Ben Foster's character is fucking scary." Yeah, and I didn't think it after watching it yesterday. Uh, I didn't think he was as as scary as I remember, but yeah. he's good. I don't think. Yeah, I didn't realize he was scary. I thought he was just so loyal. Blindly loyal to Ben Wade. Um, yeah, I think he's given a great, great performance. Yeah. I think all this stuff's good. I wish he was in more mainstream stuff, because I always see, like, a trailer with a Ben Fox. Like, he's in a movie where him and his daughter are, like, just living in the woods, and then have to, like, re-incorporate yeah. into society. I'm like, oh, that was good. And then I'll just... That, that was, like, six months ago I saw the trailer. That was in the theater for about 12 days. Yeah. And then, it was one of those limited release things. Yeah. And, and it's going to come out for rent, and I'm just going to miss it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be scrolling through my rentals, and I'm just going to forget the name. I don't even know what the name is. I'm going to pass it. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to see it. 
Um, yeah, so the acting is great. I my favorite scene in this whole movie, like if we're just talking about like the good, like what I would like. Oh, you like three ten? You should watch this scene. Get people in it. The dinner scene in the beginning, I think it's great. Uh, Russell Crowe's doing something really good. You get everyone's like motivation. You get why uh, Dan's doing it. Kind of like the not shame, but I guess like how his family kind of looks at him. But then his like youngest son, the way he looks at him, you get him and his wife's dynamic. Yeah, that's that's great great scene in that movie. What didn't you like about Three Ten to Yuma? Um, I think maybe that's what I didn't like about Three Ten to Yuma was how kind of pathetic Evans was in the yeah. second one. In, in like any Christian Bale played it right, he played it well, but I didn't like how like pathetic of a man he was yeah. and how much his oldest son looked down on him. And I'm like, come on, this is. This is too much melodrama. Ah. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like how the the original movie they they talked out these guy the posse that captured Wade. Uh-huh. The capture of Wade was much cooler in the first movie, and they talked out what were they going to do with him. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Well, if we go here, we can't go here. We got to go here. We can't go here because they'll go there." And it was just breezed over in this movie. Yeah. And, and then we had this plot, and then they do the stagecoach switch, and we and it just kind of happens. It's much more clear in the original yeah. that that was the decoy. Yeah. That he purposely gets his tire stuck because they know they're being watched, and they switch out Benway. It's much more clear in the original. When you watch it in the new one, it wasn't until, like, Christian Bale looks on the ridge, you're like, oh, he knows he's being watched. Yeah, like, I mean, they just kind of, like, yeah. just decided that wasn't as important to this film, yeah. which is is fine. I, I just like that so much about the original. Yeah. So it's just a difference. Um, there's this weird torture scene that is just so stupid, it should have just been cut out of the movie. It's weird. And um, I want to know how that gun got cursed. <laughs> we'll get into that in prequels and sequels. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, this movie had, like, a weird pacing issue, uh, in the beginning, where, yeah, it just kind of felt kind of drawn out, but then, like, some things were, like, went real fast, like, the death of, uh, Byron McElroy, like, it just seemed so weird and tacked on, like, like, his actual death, like, the actual him dying, I was like, they filmed that after? (laughs) I, I... This he just stuck it into the movie. I think if this, if it wasn't for the the great performances, yeah, this would have felt like a what's a new situation to to film, right? Have, like the Apache thing. We have thirteen million dollars left. What are we gonna do yeah. next? And because just roll into the next thing, yeah. But with the performances, kind of like maintaining the the you know the the mood of the film, yeah. I guess they didn't seem as Though they do seem like, yeah, that one yeah. seemed a little. The whole Apache thing was just kind of this weird tech. Yeah, thing. but then, like nothing really happens in it. Like Ben kind of coming to the rescue is, is really not really shown. Really, I mean, you kind of see him sneaking around and then he kills a guy and comes back. But like, it's not like an exciting piece. I the torture scene's weird. I like that uh, scene though. Not the torture scene, but like what it leads to and, and um, you know uh, the killing of one of the characters. And I thought that you know was. Um, Intro, you know, because then Christian Bale can come back and like, oh, why did that guy die then? You know, they, I liked Christian Bale's 
the way they had Dan in this movie, I liked the motivation, like how he was kind of a pathetic figure, but he was like a noble guy. In both movies, I think the original does a better job of making me understand um, Wade's motivations yeah. than this one does. Where it really makes it seem that Christian Bale is so pathetic that Wade is just like, all right, you could take me yeah. to the train. Or the first that. one, or the original, it is, it's clear, he didn't want to owe him a favor. Yep. And so, okay, I will get you your money. Because that's why uh, Dan's doing this. He needs money to save his farm. Um, but also there's other motivations that it wasn't only about the money, you know, his, you know, young son's got tuberculosis, he's got to stay in Arizona, and his, uh, oldest son thinks he's a piece of shit, coward, uh, but, yeah, like, the part where Ben was like, alright, let's do this, is just like, you just feel bad for him? Yeah. And so, the original had a bad, like, I like the idea, it's like, oh yeah, you owed him, like, you know. He, he's, he's this outlaw, but he has a code. Because um, I also don't know if Ben, like, talking about the Ben Foster character, I don't know if Ben Wade, like, yeah, he had, he found this new respect for Evans, but he just straight up turned on his gang. It's like, those guys were pretty loyal to you. Yeah, and I... Ben I, Wade. And it, it, it is a weird thing. Yeah. But to me, it's, like, kind of a deeper, like, showing of, like, how much of a sociopath he is. Yeah. Because though it's like, not in a real like diabolical way he's turning on his gang killing them all. He yeah. doesn't, give, doesn't give a fuck. No, he straight shoots a man. He like, holds a man up. Just like doesn't give a shit. But in that sense too, yeah. since he doesn't give a shit, but then he does give a shit but he doesn't kill right. all those guys when he can just to escape. I mean, there's, there's yeah. some weird plot issues yeah. with this. So <laughs> there was just like a, I don't really understand why I, Benway would do this, but okay. I'm yeah, following yeah. along, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, as far as, like, now just going into the movie and planning, you want to give maybe the coach another gun? You know, send the guy out there with one gun? Guy should have two guns. Yeah, and the fact that he Always was, carry two guns. The fact that he was still locked in... Yeah. That's just a logistical mistake. Yeah. I understand that could happen. I understand that could happen. He should have a key. He should have a key. (laughs) Turn that chain around, pull the lock on the inside. Uh, But yeah, definitely carry two guns. Yeah. You're a cowboy. Every cowboy should have two guns. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Anything else story-wise we need need to go over? I I don't think so. I mean, they changed some of the, like... I think in the original, I was, it was very clear to me that Ben Wade knew the girl. Yeah. In the bar. And that's right. why they were even there. Uh-huh. But in this one, I'm just like, eh, they just like have a fun little romp in the sack. Yeah. I don't know if he knew her or not. It, it wasn't very clear. I think he was yeah. kind of alluding to it. But it also could have just been his charm because he kind of does the same thing with um, Dan's wife where he has a way of talking where it's very familiar. So when he's talking to the bartender waitress uh, lady it's it could have been the same like he could have just been bullshitting her as far as the audience knows the same way when he was talking to Dan's wife and was like oh you ever been to San Francisco I knew a lady lived down in San Francisco like wait so you actually know Dan's wife like yeah, he just had a way of talking that way that was like it wasn't clear why did they change that because in the original Dan's wife was the daughter of the boat captain uh-huh. and then in the new one he's like I knew a boat captain right yeah like, so why weird... they changed that yeah I don't know because weird... if you'd seen the original and then you watched 
So if you see the original and you're paying attention, you see this one, you go, oh, so does he know? Yeah, her? that's what I thought. Like, oh, where they? Where I saw him out of order, I saw the, this one first. I watched the other one, and I was just like, oh, like yeah, he's just a charming yeah guy. It's an interesting choice to to kind when of change like, that, but it's fine. Yeah, that was odd when he was just like, you ever been to San Francisco? And I was like, oh, he's. Be-. And then you watch the original. Oh, my mom's from San Francisco. I was like, it's an odd, yeah, odd thing. <laughs> yeah, weird, but you know, miss stuff around. Um, do you have an ending you prefer? Without spoiling too much of the end, but there's an original oh. where it goes one way, and maybe it's a little... I much prefer the original. Yeah. I really do. I, I, I just... I don't know. That whole... Just how pathetic Dan Evans was yeah. in the second one. I didn't need even lower... I didn't need the movie having a lower point. Yeah. There is something about these, like, Western... Like, when you see a Western kind of like this, you're just like... I don't know. It kind of gives me a sense like... Oh, it fucking sucked to live during this time. Like, everybody's just gonna die. Yeah. Like, it, it just sucks. Where, you know, the first one, I don't know, it's good, but then it's, like, cheesy. Like, just, like it starts raining when they get on the train. So it's kind of cheesy, but too very, like, they went a different way with... It was really the only time they strayed from, like, a plot point. Yeah. To, like, to change the ending that way. Do you think this would have been a better movie with Tom Cruise as Ben Wade? Uh, I asked because Tom Cruise was originally uh, signed on to play Ben Wade, and he was the moving force to get this movie made. Man, I I think he could have been pretty damn good because, like, what's that movie? He's the collateral. He's yeah. the villain in that. He's a really good villain. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Russell Crowe is great. Has I, he ever done a period piece? Uh, like far and away, but like I don't know. It doesn't really seem very. I can't. Could you I can't picture tell him you like done a Ruffy and? I'm not sure. I could picture yeah. him Ruffy. Yeah, he just, Tom Cruise just has, like, there are guys where, like, Christian Bale fits so perfectly in that time period, where there are some guys that just don't, like, who are modern actors that you, that you just don't look like you could fit in the Old West. Yeah. Channing Tatum, when he shows up in Hateful Eight, I was like, you just don't look like you belong to this world. You do too many shrugs. You know, your shoulders are <laughs> just too big, right? Christian Bale, I was like, oh, yeah, you're, you, you are starving. <laughs> your family's. Yeah. Yeah. You are living... You, you moved to a drought yeah. region and lived there for 15 years before you did this film. Uh, yeah, I had no idea Tom Cruise was yeah. set to be in that role. He, he had to back out due to the conflict. Uh, I, I love Tom Cruise. I don't, I don't know. Russell Crowe just seems like a more of a cowboy. Yeah. Once, uh, once he backed out, Russell Crowe was um, the director's top choice to replace Tom Cruise. And then once they got Russell Crowe, then from there, it, you know worked its way to come into theaters. Yeah. Uh, I wonder. Yeah. That'd be, be interesting. There's always when you hear like these actor like could have been's probably like I'd like to see that version too. Yeah. Can't make them all though. No you can't. Because you wouldn't have got Russell Crowe's version and I was like no I want them both. We'll get into that if this movie should be remade. Uh, do you, would you like to see a sequel prequel continuation of this story? Prequel. I want to know how the gun got a curse on it. Just the, like, it's kind of like uh, a young Bedway, like in the adventures of like young Bedway, outlaw Bedway, and he comes across, or his guns get cursed at some point. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't How's know how he came upon this gun. Maybe he doesn't even show up till the end of the movie. Ooh. And it's, it's the just, guns are cursed. Yeah, I mean, he's just, it's just this cool fucking Colt revolver with black, black yeah. pistol grips and like, like a like crucifix, crucifix like it. fixed into it. Yeah. It's like this cool gun. It's got a curse, but 
they just mention it twice and that's it. I'm like, come on. They do it. What the it fuck? should be it, it should be Benway, Charlie Prince. I, I, I want to see more of that dynamic. Now it's now it's like a buddy film. Yeah, now we got we learn how why Charlie becomes so loyal to to Ben. Maybe Ben saves him at some point. And it takes place in like the Louisiana Bayou with like yeah. uh, voodoo men. Because you know that's how it gets cursed. Charlie Prince says the thing about ah, oh, you forget what he did yeah. for us. Well, what the hell did he do for you? Make you rich? Lots. So done like didn't, didn't shoot you in the neck when you messed up. <laughs> Maybe don't mess up though. Rule number one: don't don't mess don't, up. Don't mess up. <laughs> don't, don't don't put everybody else in danger. Uh, this movie uh, had a fifty-five million dollar production. It only made fifty-three million dollars domestically, and then internationally did not do very well either. I don't think westerns typically do. Uh, so not a big hit. It did open number one that weekend uh, in September in two thousand seven. Uh, open number one, beating Halloween, the 2007 version of Halloween, which was in its second week. Super Bad, which was in its fourth week. Shoot 'em Up, which was uh, opening that weekend, and The Born Ultimatum, hmm. which had been out for six weeks. You know, we do a lot of these, and like when we get into the 2000s, like, oh, that's a shitty time for movies. I think it's a pretty solid movie uh, weekend. That's a good weekend. So Super, Super Bad. I like Shoot 'em Shoot 'em Up's fun, yeah. and then Born Ultimatum. You know, who doesn't love a Born movie? Yeah, I don't know which one Ultimatum is, but I bet it kicked ass. That's the third one. As long as it's not the one with Jerry Renner. Although I kind of like. No, that. that's a Born uh, Legacy. Legacy. I yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So sequel. Did you like to see this movie uh, remade? Um. No, I think we're I think we're cool. I think we're cool. I think we gotta wait fifty years. Wait fifty years. Twenty fifty seven. I I mean if we could get I mean, I love that Glenn Ford version of Ben Wade so much. Uh, if someone could use, do some movie magic and do Glenn Ford with Christian Bale. Oh. Take out Russell Crowe. Take Russell Crowe out. Or do you both versions. Cool. Russell Crowe with the other guy. Or maybe do some some like interactive Netflix thing where you can just push a button and it flips over between the two. Yeah. yeah. You had said earlier this year you wanted to see more westerns, but I don't know if they necessarily need to remake westerns. I just feel like there's so many stories that you could tell set in that time period that you don't need to remake the story. Like you don't need to see the story of Ben Wade. You could do another if you want to do a movie inspired by. It, you could do a movie where uh, a guy who's not in the law has to do something where he's escorting a criminal and, you know, there's some sort of bond between them that, that comes to form. But, yeah, I don't think we need a... We, I, if a movie came up trailing, it was like 310 to Yuma, I was like, yeah, I don't need to see that. Call something else. Yeah. But in 50 years. Oh, 50 years, yeah, absolutely. Be I'll like, be an old man. In 50, if the, in 50 years, I do it again? That's a tradition. No, I'm going to play. <laughs> I'm like, ah, back in my day... <laughs> That was supposed to be Tom Cruise. This movie doesn't have <laughs> Alan Tudyk in it. <laughs> um, yeah. Any other thoughts on 310 to Yuma before we get into the final question? I don't think so. Yeah, it's kind of... I mean, it's a really... What do you think it's got on Rotten Tomatoes? Well, if the, what was the original? 96. 96? Not certified fresh, though. I don't know if Ebert. This one's gotta this one's gotta be certified first. 81. 89. 89. Which I can't argue with that it's, it's this isn't a bad movie. No, it's but a, it's not like a It's a good movie. Yeah, but not one that like I'm gonna be dying to like I've only seen this twice, and I don't know when I'm gonna see it again. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not I'm more 
I'm going to watch the Outlaw Josie Wales right five more times before I watch this movie again. You're once. gonna throw a Tombstone on exactly. You watch yeah. Unforget. What are the modern westerns? I don't know. You start from like Unforgiven, right? 1992. Sure. Uh, well, what do we get this year? You got Apostles, right? Apostles. Apostles. Um, Buster Scruggs. You got the uh, Sister Brothers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I saw one of those. But from like 2000, I don't know if there's any Western where I'm like, oh yeah, no, that one holds up where, where like, I want to watch a Western, I'm going to throw a movie from 2000 forward on. I can't even think of like what a really good one would be. Oh, there must this be must be one, the best one. Uh, or this is a very good one, and like I don't have yeah. any interest in like seeing it again. Yeah, I think, you know, if I want to do a Western, I'm going back farther than that. This is a movie, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you would go... Clint Eastwood. I don't know. I mean, Absolutely. You'll, you'll go further back. Yeah. But like that's kind of my timeline. I was like, yeah, if I want to see a Western, I mean, Tombstone, that's dope. But then, yeah, I'll, I'll throw in one of the Clint Eastwood films. When uh, did the Cowboys come out? John Wayne? When he's got the, the kids yeah. driving the cattle? That's a later... That's like John Wayne's last movie or something. Yeah. I want to say that. In the 80s? Was that 80s? Or I, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just continue. So, 310 Human Remake, did we need it? No, I don't. I don't think we needed it. John Wayne. He did a movie. Uh, his last movie was in 1976. So it was pre 1976. Really? Yeah. What was it called? The Cowboys. The Cowboys. 1972. 72. That's that old, huh? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I mean, you're going pretty far back to kind of get the rewatchable western films. Um, <clears throat> That's a great movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Um, I don't know if I liked it better than the original. I don't know if I liked the original better than this one. I think if you want to watch the original, you get a really good Glenn Ford performance. And then the only time I would watch this movie, if for whatever reason, I was like, oh man, you know what I'm on? I'd be watching like Gladiator. Like, you know how you kind of went through like, ooh, maybe I'll watch another Kurt Russell movie? Right. You, you know, I'm going to watch another Russell Crowe film. Yeah. Because this is a great Russell Crowe performance, but... Really, unless you're going down that rabbit hole, there's really no reason to throw on 310 to Yuma. If yeah. you haven't seen it, see it, but then I don't know if you ever need to see it again. Uh, yeah, or maybe it, you're just like, I'm watching all Christian Bale uh, westerns. Yeah, oh yeah, you throw this, this on. You're going to throw on Hostels. I feel like he's done that. There's right? another one, for yeah. sure. Is that uh, the one where he wears the funny hat? Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I've seen Revenant, he should have been Revenant, right? Seems right up his alley. He would have... He definitely would have like scalped someone for real to get in character. To get yeah, to get in the character of you know what he what he's gonna do. Um, yeah, so I don't know if we we didn't really have a sense of something. It's, it's an odd movie because it's enjoyable, but it's just kind of like uh, I don't know, nothing special, I guess. So three ten to Yuma, check it out. Maybe if you want, we're pretty lukewarm on three ten to Yuma. Yeah, I guess, which is uh, too bad. I had high hopes. Yeah. I, it when you suggested, as, I was like, "Ooh, that's a cool movie," and I put it on. I was like, oh, "That's all right." It wasn't as great as I remember it being. Yeah, and I th- and maybe that's because the nineteen fifty seven version just blew me away. Oh yeah, because yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought that version was great. Yeah. So I watched this the the following day. And I went, eh, eh. Yeah, I I liked the, I liked the um, you know three ten to show was on a lot of lists of like oh see remakes that are better than the original. Uh. 
I said, I don't know if I like the original better, but it's not that... If if you like 310 to Yuma 2007 better, it's not by that big of a margin. No, it's, no. They're it, very it's, similar. And like, it's probably just the fact that you prefer movies in color. Uh, or um, more action sequences. More action. There, there, yeah. there was more action in this one. But yeah, I mean... Um, dialogue, I mean, a lot of that stuff is exactly the same. And then, you know, it's just... I mean, Christian Bale and Russell Crowe are doing cool stuff. And, you know, they're doing cool stuff in the, in the 50s version. So, yeah, it's not... Yeah. Reading a bunch of lists, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's much better." But it's it's really really not. So, and if you watch like, uh, let's say you watch a um, like an Alpha Dog, oh yeah, and you want more Ben Foster, but you want good Ben Foster, yeah. maybe watch this. Skip Alpha Dog, watch this. Yeah, and then go forward. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe do that. Is he in a? Uh, is he in that? Uh, Oh fuck! What's that? What's that? Uh, Brad Pitt um, Western movie with uh, Casey Affleck? See in that? The the who's the famous cowboy who was killed by the coward John Ford? Something? Was it? It's not Billy. Really I good. know what you're talking yeah. about, and I've completely forgot about that movie until this point. Yeah, and. I don't know if he's. I don't in know that if in that or not, but I feel like he's been a cowboy a bunch. He's in hostels, right? He is in hostels. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who the hell did he shoot? I don't. Know. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> but in doing so, I did kind of come up to Ben Foster. What his he's most known for? You know, he was a great Ben Foster western. Uh, Hell or high water. Hell or high water. Yeah. Uh, That's a, yeah, I, I I throw that in a western category. Yeah, it feels like I mean it's yeah. bank robbers, you know, and you know, doing doing it for the for their farm. That's a freaking great movie. Yeah, I can't figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it's best we don't know what that movie's called. May not have been in it. Yeah, but yeah, man, oh, that's true. I'm going to be Ben Foster's IMDb. It's like, yeah, maybe it wasn't in it. Um, yeah, I don't, if you got thoughts on Three Ten to Yuma, if you, if you have a more stronger opinion than us. If you just like, oh, this movie kicks ass, or this is the worst fucking movie ever made, email us. I'd like to know who has real strong opinions on 310 to Yuma. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at dbtgpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, dbtgpod, or on Facebook. Always send us a message, tweet at us, write a review on wherever you can write reviews for. Um, yeah, that'll do it this week. We'll be back next week with another movie. Uh, we'll figure it out. Till then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remakes. Take your spurs off. We're laying in bed. It's probably cheaper just to let me rob the damn thing.